Aaron, congratulations. What a night here at the arena. Uh, your post-game feelings? Yeah, that one felt pretty good. I won't lie, David. Um, I thought we got off to a really good start in that hockey game and weren't rewarded. First 10-12 minutes, I thought we dominated. Max stood on his head and, and played really, really well. Um, then I thought we lost our way a little bit in the middle middle part of that game. I felt like we lost our legs, you know, maybe again just that second night of a back-to-back and only being on the ice for two weeks and running a thin bench. Um, but we just we kind of continued to just try to put pressure on and, and found a way there to, to claw back and tie that hockey game and, and finish it overtime. Pretty good pretty good start, I think, for the premier, yeah. premier TV game. Talk to us about that last six minutes because uh, an incredible up and down of emotions. Yeah, we were just trying to get pucks to the net and and you know find a way to claw back in that hockey game we know momentum is is very tricky in this league we got one the fans jumped on board and then i think we rolled that uh, you know to, to the to the 5-4 win what a final six minutes for martin lattle as well involved in everything yeah um you know we've talked about him before like he plays with such pace like his speed is something else and i and i truly believe that you know we, we try to put pressure on teams for 60 and at some point you know find a way for them to to break down and I think his speed sh- shine brightest tonight towards the end of that hockey game. This time last week we only had half a team, you've got your full team here now and then you've got a full week going into next weekend and that's important. Yeah I think a little bit of normalcy here now we'll again we'll, we'll, we'll take back the training camp vibe and we'll get back into our normal weekly schedule. Um, we're not in the arena this week so we're at Ice Sheffield so we'll have to make a few few changes there but yeah we'll hopefully we'll same way here get ready for next weekend. Just before we went on uh, camera, your daughter says, come on, Daddy, smile. I would imagine there'll be a smile on that face and maybe a little drink when you get home. Yeah, she doesn't understand that (laughs) hockey coaches always have to look angry. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, tonight there's a reason to smile. Yeah, there is indeed. Congratulations. Well done. What a great job. What a great night. Where's Jonathan Fernley? Wow, I heard you just say, I think it was to Aaron, you gave up. Yeah, I, I couldn't see it. Yeah. You're saying that the team needed a spark, and from the moment the Devils equalised, so from sort of like, you know, the 24th minute through till the 54th, I couldn't see where it was coming from. I wasn't sure who was going to provide it, because the usual spark plugs, everything they tried just didn't quite work out. And I think the moment that really summed it up for me was the big hit that Keaton Ellerby landed on Robert Dowd. Yeah. Yes. Okay, just not on the same page tonight. And we needed a lift, and... It was Ben O'Connor who provided it with a, a penalty that he really didn't need to do. And that was the lift that the, the team needed. I didn't think the Devils would, would make a mistake like that because normally the Devils don't. No, they don't. They got a good goalie there. Uh, Dow oh, said in. Wow, Dow yeah. said, he says, oh, it's great to play the Devils without Ben Bounds. And then halfway through the third, we were going, God, I wish Ben Bounds was in goal. Yeah, and they got another import sat on the bench as well. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the goaltending looks fine. But, you know, we've seen goalies have... Uh, have good games and then uh, you know followed up with bad ones so maybe don't put too much into the first impression but certainly some of the saves he made tonight were uh, looked like being killers for the Steelers let's, let's go for a walk I've, I've already interviewed Evan uh, once this is on the post game podcast I don't know if you've met Jonathan Jonathan Evan Evan Jonathan nice to meet you and um Evan, you've already told me the story. But, uh, <laughs> what a great night here at the uh, in the building I know you're saying a few hellos to some of your old teammates but wow everybody's leaving here very happy aren't they yeah like we talked about earlier it's a a great way to uh start the season obviously you know we didn't want to give it you know a two goal deficit to come back and win so um yeah it's a special night and and a great way to start the season just talk us through that you've already told me once (laughs) for the video one but these people are going to be listening to this tonight that whole shift that last shift and what an emotional rush that must have been 
Um, overtime, it's just, you know, obviously three on three, a lot of ice. You know, it's a kind of a game of mistakes. So we were able to, I don't even know what really happened. I think it was a turnover maybe, or I, I jumped on the puck um, past it. I saw Lats was going and he's pretty much the fastest man on the planet. So gave, gave him the puck and just was able to jump in the rush with him and, and try to give him an option for a pass. And he made an unbelievable pass to me right in the wheelhouse and just was able to whack it right in the net. Brilliant. And it's not the first time you scored an overtime winner against the Devils in this building either. No, it is not actually the first time. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's a special game for me. Obviously, I played for Cardiff last year. And, you know, to be able to have a, a performance like that and have the guys come back from two goals down, you know, in the third period was... It's, uh, it's a game I'm not going to forget, that's for sure. Great. Congratulations. Many thanks. Thank you. And... Uh, can I just jump in? Do you mind if I just jump in a second with that? Oh, yeah, me? yes. I don't know if I'm the guy you want. Oh, why, why not? Why not? Why not? Wow, what a uh, what a night to open the, our home account. Yeah, just the way you want to start it off, eh? You got a nice little uh, entertainment, come down too, and show a lot of character, and come back and win a game. Yeah. What was your verdict on on the whole night, from the banner raising to the atmosphere in the building to to the way the fans just stuck with you all the way through? Oh, that's key, obviously. There's going to be laws in a season where maybe you're not going to play your best, and as long as they're by your side and cheering like they are tonight, uh, it makes for a great atmosphere, and it obviously gives us a lot of energy. And obviously seeing that banner there just shows that uh, this organization has a history of success, and we just hope to continue that. Eight goals for the team last night in Manchester. How difficult did you find it to adjust to that building, having been training here, to then go into such a small rink uh, last night, but still getting the job done? Uh, definitely it's going to be an adjustment that rink is noticeably smaller and uh, the conditions obviously weren't optimal so it, it is going to be a change you got to make a little quicker decisions out there and obviously any shot is a good shot because you're pretty close to the net so uh, it was definitely a different game out there that overtime winner just talk us through where you were sat where uh, how you saw it all develop oh yeah just a, a nice little play there obviously uh Moe's dished it off to Lats, and it looks like he had a, was run out of gas, but he gave a last little ditch effort to get up there, and obviously Lats made a great pass and, and put it in the net there, and uh, he's been off to a hot start. He's been a great player for us so far, so we hope that it continues. And then is it Mayhem on the bench, is it after that moment? Oh, of course, yeah, everyone's rushing to get out there and wants, yeah. wants to get the first lick in on him, yeah, so it's, uh, it was an exciting moment for us. Brilliant. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. We'll go for a, a wander down. And uh, I like Alexic, I like him, I like mm. us in the middle now. I like Hodgman, I like Alexic, I like... We, we look better in the middle, don't we? We do, yeah. I mean, mm. I, I'm not sure of the final stats, but certainly through two periods, the Steelers were winning more face-offs than the Devils, and it doesn't seem like that happens. that's happened for a long time. I was more concerned about last night's game than tonight's yeah. game, thinking just because Manchester is so different, and when players are new to the league and probably not played in a ring like that, maybe ever... Um, I was really impressed with how the Steelers got out to a hot start and then were clinical at the end. It's a good sign that the Steelers can come back tonight having come, you know, scored all those late goals. It shows that fitness levels are good. And, you know, with a couple of injury concerns at the end of the Nottingham game last week, you know, the team that should have 14 non-homegrown players finished with 10. Um, it's encouraging that the team's got energy levels uh, late on. What? I've never seen a superstar. <laughs> You're live on our podcast and you just come out. You're just the guy we want. What a game! What you just talk us through? That's your, how I play. It's how you play. Yeah, it's, it's how I play every, all my career. Every week it's going to be like this. Um, not every weekend, but I, I, that's how I play back home. I yeah. don't put any points. Just I don't put any points back home. But you're putting points up here. You got I know, like. But I play the same way back home. Yeah. Same way. Yeah. 
Just talk us through the emotion then of that game winner when when you made oh, the play for. Are that. you recording this? Yes, it's all no. Yes. No, put it on. Yes, put it on. <laughs> It's brilliant. Everybody wants to hear from you because yeah, you're yeah. such a, a big character here, and everybody, all your teammates are talking about you. They all love you to bits. And, I know uh, they make fun of me a lot. Though. They make fun. Of you. <laughs> but that talk us through that last shift. Then I have to be honest. No, <laughs> the coach is just behind yeah, you. I know. Yeah. Go. <laughs> I was deadly tired. I have to say, I'm, I'm not used to play two games in a row. Yeah. Back home, we play Friday and uh, Sunday, and so. I have to say that was a hard game for me because every game I try to do my best and uh, skate a lot, obviously. But I have to say I was deadly tired because I went all the way there, all the way back, and then all the way there. When I see, uh, when I pass the puck and Mosey, obviously he's on, he's hot now, he's on fire. Then I was like, yeah, he's gonna put it in. He did. He did. Yeah. And then, then Bedlam. Then Bedlam. Yeah. Then guys jump on me. I, literally, I was so tired. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I don't even. Remember that moment, I have to look at it. And then you had to find even more energy to do one more lap of the rink in celebration. Oh. When did you find out that that's what we make the man of the match do here? Well, I rest for like five minutes because there was so much going on. I didn't know. Guys tell me you have to go some lap. I'm like, what lap? Or oh, celebrate, I was like, I didn't know. So I, I, next time I'm gonna... You wait, you wait for De Luca and Valoran and Eberle. They all have little games they play yeah. and they, they do well. Yeah, then now I know. So next, <laughs> next time if I get to play of the match, I try to uh, make something for the fans. You sent 7,000 people home. Very happy tonight, Martin. Thank you very much indeed. I thank you too. That's Enjoy top it. man, okay. top man. We'll continue uh, to... Mosey. Uh, yeah, we've, we've done Mosey. Captain one, Jonathan yeah, Phillips gives me... Not today. Austin's playing. I've got to run over Oh! <laughs> Will you play tonight still? No, jo <laughs> Jonathan Phillips is just running, running out of the building. He's still playing. Tough, tough role for Jonathan Phillips, playing just as the 10th forward. Because with the new roster rules, you can only have 19, not 20. So you can't fill a fourth line of forwards. He was the 10th forward, he didn't have regular lines. So the goal that um, that line scored was Connolly and Mosey joining the, the line as a forward with Jones filling in in defence. Not easy when it's uh, just a night of penalty killing and then you're never quite sure which two players you're going to get in combination. It's, uh, but does Mosey, does Mosey go back up front? And does, you know, now we've got the whole pack of defence, I mean, that's a question I think that Aaron Fox is going to have to answer in the next week or two, isn't it? Yeah, I think long term that's what he would like to do and it's, it's the development of Sam Jones. He wants those those top six minutes in uh, in defence you know if he's only getting uh, a handful of shifts as a seventh defenceman it's not really going to help him uh, improve his game so yeah I think long term that, that the plan certainly is for uh, bye, bye podcast bye, bye. Plan too big is. for the podcast now Jono yeah, too big for the podcast the plan all along was that Mosey Jonah. would be uh, would be forward and uh, I'm sure that's uh, Aaron's mind's not changed just yet let me just have a quick look in the physio room to see if we can find anybody on the physio bench it's Funny, after a win, they don't have the rub down as much, do they? And uh, It's a good sign, though, if the bodies have, uh, have survived this weekend. We're just going to go and grab somebody who can... Uh... I think they're across the hall. So, uh, just waiting here. Just in coming. Guys, perfect. Let's uh, see if we can nab anybody out. John, John, could you just come out in just a second? Big John, just go into the dressing room. Let's bring Big John out of here. He didn't win the 50 cons, no, sorry. If I could fix it, I'd fix it for you. John, live on the podcast. Uh, wow, what a night. And uh, you played a huge part in it at the end there. Well, we made it entertaining for, <laughs> for everybody. Tony's happy. Oh, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was a little stressed on the bench there. Like, you always think you can come back, but 
I don't know, we were down there in the third and we didn't have a lot of momentum. And But good teams find a way to win. And that's a great sign for us that we, we could battle back. We were great in the first period as well, though, weren't we? And, and unlucky to... I thought we should have been 3 or 4 one up, not one down. Yeah, like we had, what, three two-on-ones in the yeah. first? Typically one or two of those will go in. And the puck just wasn't wasn't working for us I thought we were out playing them um, and then all of a sudden they got some momentum because I think we got three penalties in a row before we got a power play or anything so that kind of switches the momentum of the game a little bit and then uh, you feel like you're kind of on your heels because you're on the penalty kill but man it says a lot to say that we can come back against that team and that team has been playing now for what like six weeks or something like that and, and we've been what two weeks so I think we're only going to get better. Talk us through your goal and what's happening as Martin Latale is just skating around and around and around and around. I don't know what got into him, but the last like 10 minutes of the game, he was the best player on the ice. He was by far the best player on the ice at the end of the game there. And um, when he's like skating like that around, all I'm thinking in my head is like, get open or get to the net. And typically... Most of the goals that kind of end up like tying up a game or the big goals, they're always dirty goals. Just dirty goals in front with like a rebound or a tip or something like that. So I like to post myself kind of like either right in front of the goalie or just off to the side and hope I get a good bounce. That was great. Just tell me, where were you? What was the feeling when the uh, Mosey goal goes in at the end? Uh, I I was on the ice. um, So I had a two-on-one with Lats just before that. And... They batted it out of the air, which is which is something that normally doesn't happen. He gave me a great pass. They batted out of the air. And then went down the other end, and they had a little momentum. And I think Lats even told me that he uh, his guy like beat him to the net, and he was feeling bad about it. And, and then he got the puck and made a great, great pass to Mosey, and I had the best view in the house. I was just trailing up behind him. And just like a sigh of relief, because yeah. to be honest, like, it's been it's taken a lot of energy out of us the last two weeks. So playing that game last night was like an absolute war. And then uh, coming in and playing against Cardiff, I was I was exhausted. And it's just all of a sudden your body just kind of finally relaxes as soon as the puck goes in the net. Well, you and your line mates and your teammates sent everybody home happy. John, top job. Yeah. Congratulations. See we'll see you soon. Should we go back and have a chat and debrief um, as we... Uh, we walk out of here um, on a Sunday night. Back to Saturday action, of course, next week as we make our way back to the media room. We'll, um, we'll see what Pete Spencer, I think Bob Westerdale's uh, absconded. Who's, who's just walked out of there? No. So into the room we go. Dean Woolley's already there. He can tell us if he's got the picture of the Mosey goal. And uh, Kieran's busy uh, typing. Where's Pete Spencer gone, Dean? He's in one of the other... He was in one of the other rooms doing he's interviews. In one of the other he may rooms. still have uh, Aaron Fox with him. Kieran, come and join us for a moment, and we'll uh, we'll try and debrief. We'll start off at the beginning. Uh, did you get some nice pictures of the old banner raising, Dean? Yes. Don't give it the old Adrian Sackshude Danielson a one-word answer. Don't ask close um, questions. Don't ask close questions. <laughs> Talk to us about it. You were, it was a good, nice emotional start actually to the night, wasn't it? I was, I always worry when it's like against Cardiff, we're beating Cardiff, it's a Challenge Cup banner one in their building and then we're playing them. But actually the whole the whole night, 7,000 people made a lot more noise than 9,000 last week, didn't they? 
Absolutely, Hen. I mean, arguably, did they have more to make some noise about? Certainly yeah. in that third period, uh, we, we've talked multiple times over the last 30 minutes or so about the building being electric and being the sixth or seventh player on the ice, whatever you count it as. And for me, that result doesn't happen without the noise that we had in that third period. Social media, what are they saying? They've got to be happy. Even our lot have got to be happy, haven't they? Uh, even our lot are happy. Yeah. You know, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, Latal getting all the plaudits tonight, along with Evan Moser. Uh, really, really impressive display from, from both of them too. And the whole evening, I felt, only had that little bit at the end of the second period where it was a little bit down. Other than that, the building was going all night, wasn't it? Yeah, if the Steelers could have held on to that 3-2 lead for a little bit longer, anywhere, it would have been... Uh, so the 2-1 lead for a little bit longer. As soon as the crowd had got up, they'd been deflated again, and they didn't really get back into it until, uh, you know, until late in the third. But that was great to the de- way the Devils played. They really didn't give the Steelers a lot. Um, and to be fair, the Steelers kind of gave them a couple of power play goals. Just think about the goals the power plays were scored on. It's a too many men penalty and a delay of game penalty. They're the cheapest ones you can give up. So it's not the sort of thing like are oh, the Devils have created that penalty with you know good play, a moment of skill or skating speed. It's just basic things that the Steelers won't do in the future, you'd think. Um, and so if that's the Devils' offence against the Steelers' defence, then that's a good sign moving forward. I was still selling 50-50 tickets, start of the second period. I was right down, uh, right at the bottom of the block, right adjacent to the goal. And when that first goal and then second goal quickly went in, the app, the energy, and of course we sit up in the stands, don't we? We sit up in the guards, we don't get quite that energy. It was incredible. You you were in the stands all night. What was it like in there? The first one went in, big cheer, but that second one were electric. It was like slow motion, beautiful play. Connolly to Captain Jono to Mosey, it sort of back post and, and, and just slid it home but uh, yeah roof went off at that point and uh, unfortunately the Devils did come back credit to them uh, pretty quickly but yeah the crowd were into it at that point I think Cons is more popular this season than even last and we're only two games in isn't he it's like he is that Cranston plumber DNA stealer rat yeah, you can tell by the cheers when uh, when the players come out for warm-up. There's always a loud cheer for Dow. There has been for a decade. But Connolly has ascended to that level. Um, you know, DeLuca's been there when he's on his, you know, really on his game and he's banging the goals in. Um, you know what form he gets in. He's been that loud. But Connolly has been consistently that loud across both games so far. It's a sign that uh, the fans have sort of got over how it used to be when Connolly came and played here. Well, Khan said, didn't he, on uh, the shirt launch the other night, he was saying that uh, he used to get booed in this building, never get cheered, it's a bit weird. That, that man must be made of rubber as well, because he takes a pasting every single night on that ice, and just comes back, just comes back, takes it again, never seems to get injured, never seems to complain after a game, and he's, he's back into it, and uh, just what a player, what a player. Do you remember when the radio guy used to just bring a mic and a tape recorder and now Pete Spencer... Just brought a Frank Doyle shirt He's got a Frank Doyle shirt. He's got a tripod, he's got cameras and everything. Pete, come and uh, tell us what BBC Radio Sheffield will be reporting on tonight and tomorrow morning. That was fantastic, wasn't it? I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better (laughs) end to the game and what a shift Martin Latale put in. You know, I think everyone's got a a new favourite player in him, haven't they? We knew he was quick coming in and a few people... Jonathan and I have just caught him coming out the room and he goes, I am superstar, superstar! He says, we're recording. Oh, I didn't want that. He is a character, isn't he? He is a character and speaking to him off-season, I I know obviously his, his family aren't in town at the moment but the guys are doing their level best to make him feel part of the room and make him feel happy and there were a few questions coming in about his speed but you know he's the quickest guy out there by miles isn't he an absolute country mile 
you know, he was telling me about that final shift and he said, obviously, he missed the pass to John the first time round, had to track back, then he had to go again. And he said he was really on his last legs towards that shift. So he's just glad that, that Evan Mosey managed to stuff it home. And Evan Mosey, four goals in six games now. Yeah. What do, we'll come on to what do we do with Evan Mosley um, in, a, in a minute because it's a big question what Aaron Fox does do with him um, in fact let's, let's just go into that does he stay as a defenceman and then we have seven defencemen and poor old John who's just on his own as a 10th forward or does he have to say hey I brought Mosey in as a forward unless I've got defensive problems and Mosey has to go and join John and try and create four lines I think stick with what if it ain't broke don't fix it I think it's working really well for, for Evan. He obviously feels like you can see the play developing in front of him. He knows where to be on the ice. He's quick enough to get there, I think, until something changes or you need to make a change, keep it as is. That means less ice then for uh, young Jones, and then that means that perhaps Jones doesn't develop as quick as we need him to, though. It's a it's catch-22, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a balance. But with the system of the Premier Sports Challenge Cup as it is, every group game is maybe not as important as every league game so there'll be some games hopefully within this next month or so where experiments can be tried out and we can try different combinations because the result in a group game of the challenge cup is not as important as tonight's result was so i think we've seen tonight what the plan is maybe for the biggest games we might see something different uh, for future games that uh, maybe don't have quite the same stakes fans must be loving mosey right now on social Absolutely loving him, yeah. Just, uh, just I, I agree. Don't, if it's not broke, don't fix it. And that's what everybody else is sort of saying as well. Really, I mean, you just, when he's on the ice, he just seems something seems to happen every time he's, he's on there. You've got so much versatility in him on power plays. On the on when he when he first lined up, I think he came out first shift for three on three. You just saw him and Latal at either side, and you just thought this is going to be quick. <laughs> you know what you you know what you're getting from them. I almost call it the Rick Gordon syndrome that when Gordon came to Sheffield, no, but we all knew him, but we didn't realise how good he was. And then Moses come here, and we all knew he was a good player, but we didn't quite realise he was this good player. Well, he always seemed to score against us, didn't <clears> he? The big games, it was it was Evan Mosey <clears> time, wasn't it? And it was actually telling that he wasn't part of that Challenge Cup Cardiff Devils team. And I know that was a frustration from him as well that he couldn't play in that big match. So. You know, having he's a big game player, and you you want your big players in your big games, don't you? Big game player, big game father. Let me tell you, because his dad flew in from uh, the states, bought me two bottles of Pink Whitney. So uh, he's definitely staying. He's definitely staying. <laughs> who, who have you spoken to tonight, post game? Uh, Martin. So I spoke to Evan last yeah. week. So um, I mean, Evan, you, you could speak to him every week the way he's playing at the moment. But just to mix it up, Martin, with that. That fantastic shift that he had, and uh, and, and yeah, seems to be settling in really well as well. And and by all accounts, could have had, could have had a few more goals from from the previous couple of games as well. He could have, he could have. Pete, thank you very much indeed. There's a name we've not mentioned yet. There is. Rock Stojanovic. Yes. Saves a breakaway in overtime, and that's the game right there. We were having a very different conversation over the last uh, half hour or so. If uh, if that breakaway is a goal, the Steelers needed him to come up big, and he really did. Um, he had a fairly sort of quiet third period because the Steelers were trying to be on the front foot and the Devils had, had sat back a little more. But, you know, the Steelers needed their netminder and that's a big save that probably isn't going to get the publicity it needs. Yeah. And I, I think a sensible decision as well for Aaron to, to play him tonight. You know, our other goal has only been in a week. Uh, he only arrived on Monday. Stojanovic is playing. He's playing well. Good decision. But also, Aaron has, has seen Barry Bruss play a lot more over the years <clears> and knows what he's all about. He doesn't know as much about Stojanovic, and if he's on a tryout contract, 
he needs to play. We need to know what he can do. We need to try him out in all different scenarios. And, you know, if he's going to be able to, you know, earn another contract after this one uh, expires. Fans are really starting to um, like The Rock. Um, put a couple of people put a bit of negativity on a, f- a couple of forums, Facebook. A lot of people jumped on them and said, actually, no, he's, he's, he's doing well. It's, uh, How did anybody say anything negative about him, the game, any, anybody tonight? Our, our, our goalies often get so not hung out to dry exactly, but the defencemen like to carry the puck up the ice and if there is a turnover it's it's odd man rushes the other way and goalies get exposed so you know you play a slightly more defensive system and you know block a few more shots and just keep everything to the outside yeah you can put up more oppressive numbers but that's not the Steelers way this Steelers way is to score lots and it might mean conceding a few at the other end but that can be a winning formula we've seen it with uh, with netminders before um it's just sometimes getting used to that way of playing that, you know, three or four goals against per night it might be enough to win with this offence. Let's bring Pete back in. What did we make of Cardiff, Pete? I'm going. Oh, it's Chris, difficult. Chris, you can come in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can I'll go. Throw that one to, I'll throw that one to Chris. To okay, Chris, Chris, we were just saying, what did you think of Cardiff? Chris Ellis has joined us from Premier Sports. Uh, we'll come on to Premier Sports in a second, but what do you think of Cardiff? Um, it's hard to watch a game from behind the benches because it's very hard to watch the sidelines. <laughs> um, I thought Cardiff, from what I could see, looked pretty assured in the, in the first two periods and a bit. Um, personally, I'm not sure how the game... Well, I'm going to the Steelers. The, the building, you probably talked about it. The building helped turn that game around. 4-2, wasn't it? Ben took that penalty. Score on the power play and the, the, the noise just comes. But if I was a Cardiff fan, I would not be too concerned. They're not the Cardiff of old, are they? They've lost a lot of key players that led them to the title success. So I think there'll be a lot of getting used to it. Um, getting used to a new coach who seems a thoroughly good fella. Um, but yeah, yeah. I just met him. He seems a good old boy. Re- really yeah, good. Yeah. good. Good to interview. Really nice. We had a mutual friend, a guy that played here, Scott Rickey. You have um, Scott Rickey. Yeah. Oh, my God. Blister Scott. Uh, <laughs> Blister good, good. Scott. You yeah. could, can't ever criticise my mate Scott. I know you do, but my pal Scott. But no... Um, yeah, but yeah, Cardiff, I think, will be uh, a good side. But whether they'll have that dominance that they've had for years, that, I guess that's open to debate. It's going to be a competitive year, isn't it? I mean, absolutely. And I mean, Sheffield, that's a great start, really, to come back from 4-2 down. I thought Letal, unbelievable. He was so fast, he was everywhere. Mosey with two goals. Um, I think it's going to be competitive. But yeah, if I was a Steelers fan, I'd be going away excited. What a great win you had last night. I guess that was, a, I didn't say anything about it, but I guess it was a gritty road win. I had to dig deep. But yeah, there's a lot to be excited about. And did the night go Premier Sports-wise? You've had a whole town. You've got a new lady intact as well. <laughs> the crew has, uh, has gained a member. Yeah, absolutely. Really exciting. Uh, Caitlin Berry, uh, people who probably, you know, on social media will notice her, her knowledge of, of GB youth hockey is phenomenal. She's uh, North American uh, in the system there. She's, she, she, her knowledge is great. Uh, and she's going to be joining the, the rinkside games. Sometimes it'll be me, sometimes her, sometimes I get uh, both of us. Um, but it was just great. And you know, Simsy, what it's like to work on a, on a broadcast. On a, a live, live broadcast, one as well. A live one. And just to be back there. And, and there was so much going on in this. I think in, in one in one moment, Davy Phillips had to go for a stretch. He took a bit of a knock. Two players had skate problems. Andy Akers was busy as ever. And, you know, they were throwing down. And it was just like, it, it's like we'd never been away. It was, it was great fun. Just, we'll be gentle and we'll be delicate on this next question. But will uh, the Ben O'Connor return? I mean, I haven't heard booing like that. For a long time. Can I time. say something? I'm, I don't know what you got. I'm disappointed. 
in the Steelers fans, and they, they. I think I think it's not that he's left the Steelers. I think there's some other stuff. Okay. And I think and I think they they perhaps jumped a little bit on that. Okay. And Ben's a friend of mine, so I you know okay. I so I I wouldn't you know I wouldn't I would never boo Ben, but but I, I, I don't think I don't think it's because he he left us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think there's probably some third party stuff that's it's perhaps a shame there. because he's a he he led you well he was part of a lot of trophy winning teams. Um, but I've seen it in Nottingham. Players that have come back have been booed. It, it, it's sport. What shocked me a bit was the loudness of it at times. Sometimes you can say, oh, it's a bit of pantomime. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's happened in Nottingham. I was, I was surprised. Sport. Were you surprised? When it, for, like, I didn't think he'd get like, a standing ovation, but I didn't think we'd, we'd, I, we'd hear that. I wasn't surprised that he was booed the first time he touched the puck. But... It happened all through the game. The fans well, were starting. Let it, go. it was the premier sport starting six when it started. Yeah, so it it wasn't just the pantomime booing of uh, of a player. There was maybe a little more feeling behind it for for some of them. But you know, the fans are the ones who've paid their money to come in. If they want to boo, they can boo. If they want to cheer, they can cheer. It's their decision. What was the Ben O'Connor uh, reaction on uh, social? Yeah, I think it reflected what we heard in the crowd. Really, I mean, again, I'll, I'll completely agree. I don't, I don't agree with it. Yeah, the first time a bit. Of, Banter, pantomime villain, as, as you said, but I'll be honest, I start to get a bit bored with it myself. Is yeah. is two things really? One, I think he's done so much for this club. I don't think he deserves it. Two, leave private stuff where it should be behind behind closed doors, and you shouldn't be booing players for that. And let's be honest, he's, he's still a good player. And yeah. I'll be I'll be truthful. I, I, I what was it like then on the bench, Dean? Because like he's our buddy, isn't he? He's our mucker. He's, he's he's somebody that we've shared lots of good times with. You could hear him, I'm sure, down on the ice. Yeah, got completely, and, and again, I mirror everything that everybody said. Just disappointed to hear that. A great servant for the club. Somebody who's brought so much uh, success with other teams, uh, with other with other uh, team members. Um, I don't like to hear that, and I'm, I'm with Keir, and it's kind of irrespective of the reason for it. I don't think there's any need for it whatsoever. No, we'll all be cheering them again if we were in the GB colours. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and like I say, I think the uh, the whole thing with Ben is that. Okay, he took, he made his decisions, and you know what? He's a grown boy. He makes his decisions. He's, he's he's left us, but lots of other people have left us. I was upset when Scotty Allison left us, you know, and you know, there's lots of players that have gone that you wish they wouldn't have gone. And uh, but he was a proud Steeler, and he loved playing here. And then okay, he didn't end up well, but uh, I, I hope that's the beginning, the middle, and the end of uh, of that. Homegrown, non-homegrown rules disregarded for a minute. Do you want to trade him for Evan Mosey right now? Not a chance. Can I uh, just say I've got to go because I've got to take Grand. I'm, I'm used to this now. What is it? Grand Slam winning Sheffield Steeler. Paul Lady. Paul Lady. Yeah, he yeah. wants he wants dinner. So he I've got to take dinner. him. Yeah. So when <laughs> Paul Lady you, says, yeah. you've got to take him. Exactly. He will yeah. be paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, nice see, you, see you later. See you later. I Cheers. said to Aaron Murphy today, yeah. I said, yeah. Yeah. I said, Chris, before you go, I said yeah. to Aaron Murphy, I said, hey, why don't you get Paul to bring his Grand Slam ring? <laughs> Knowing that Paul wouldn't, hasn't got a Grand Slam ring because there were 630 quid and you and I both know Paul. <laughs> if it had been 63 quid, he wouldn't have all right. Six pounds 30. Six pounds 30, you're going to be struggling there. But hey, good to see you. Good to see you around the Thanks again. Yeah, and uh, have we got anything else we want to uh, throw up? Another three and a half grand on the 50 50. God, what a team of volunteers we're flogging that. Yeah, I think just the final word on tonight. We won't know the significance of tonight until six or seven months down the line. I said to Dowsey in overtime, there's an odds on chance here that the title is going to be decided on the series between Sheffield and Cardiff. We haven't won a series, have we, for a while? I don't think. It doesn't feel like we have. And getting that extra point tonight. They've taken a point off us there, mm. but getting that extra point tonight hugely important. Yeah, it, it feels that way. There have not been many uh, many league titles that have been 
all over with a few weeks to go. Um, it normally goes right down to the wire and it feels like there are a bunch of good teams this year that will all take points off each other. No one's going to you know, play the 54 games and be winning 50 of them. They're going to be ups and downs, so any time you can take something off your rivals, particularly from the position the Steelers were in, it's uh, it's two points gained for us and one point gain drop, one point drop for Cardiff. I think that'll have scored Cardiff tonight. I think even we've had good good teams in the last few years, but I still think Cardiff would have took the point, full points away uh, 90% of the time before. I think they know that this Steelers team is a very good team when they come to play. Final word, Dean, did you get the uh, Mosley overtime game winner? Of course, course you did, of course you did. My goodness, Big Mikey, does, does Big Mikey want to say anything? Good night? Great night, yeah. great night. Were your sponsors happy, Mikey? Of course they were. Of course they were, this happy days. Right, opinion? guys, we're finished. We'll be back next Saturday night after the game against the uh, Manchester Storm. So from, from Kieran, from Jonathan, from Dean, from Pete, from Mike with a little cameo appearance right in at the end. We'll say a very good night to you.